Hey guys, Punk Rock Cops. I'm Robin, your host, and I'm here with a special guest, one of our our regular listeners, Jay. How's it going? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on. So, uh, you know, the reason I wanted Jay on is because he has a really interesting story that I think our listeners and fellow officers and and punk rockers um, would really be interested in hearing. So, Jay, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm almost 40, not there yet, but almost. I live in the great state of Florida now, and uh, I like... uh, you know, long walks off short, off short piers. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I was, I was in law enforcement for, uh, just about 15 years. And before that I was in the Marine Corps, uh, Marine Corps infantry. And then I, I found your guys podcast by, you know, just, just listening to, uh, to punk and, and listening to podcasts. So I just, again, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be on, but yeah, previously I was, uh, I was a cop for a while. Uh, I I recently got out, uh, medically retired. Um, so now I just uh, work out, fish, hunt, and shoot guns. So <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I can't. I wish uh, I could just do that. I can't wait to retire. But awesome. So were you a cop in Florida or no? No. So I was a cop up in Jersey, and don't hold that against me. Uh, that's where I grew up. <laughs> Uh, that's where I grew up. Um, I actually enlisted in the Marine Corps there, uh, and then I was stationed in uh, Hawaii, and I did a bunch of stuff overseas. And then, for some reason, I went back to New Jersey, where I could have <laughs> stayed in uh, Hawaii and just, you know, uh, kept surfing, but no. But, uh, yeah, I got out of the Marine Corps, um, stayed in, in Jersey, and uh, that's where I started my law enforcement career. Awesome. And uh, did you mainly just work patrol or did you have any other special assignments or? So I, um, I, I hopped around with a couple departments. Um, I was, I was only in, in patrol. I was trying to get into, uh, into the canine unit. I was on our, our bike, our, what the hell was it? Our, our bike team, our dive team, our honor guard. I did all that stuff. I was going into SWAT. So I did a lot of, fun things, but also a lot of just boring, like barking dog complaints to, uh, <laughs> to the standard of, you know, patrol calls. Yeah. So awesome. That's, that's it. So tell me about how you got into punk rock. How did that all start for you? Yeah. So I was actually trying to think about this before I, I got on uh, his podcast. I grew up in, uh, my, I have two older brothers. My older brother was into like, he's probably 46 right now, 48, something like that. And he was into like uh, some some metal, like the hair metal. Um, and then he started getting into like heavier stuff. Of course, I would steal his like, uh, his, his Metallica CD or tape at the time. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so I would steal that. And then I would always hear... Uh, being in Jersey, you always hear uh, Misfits and 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 all these other uh, these other bands that that everyone knows about. But it took me a while to get into punk, um, just mainly because of it sounds stupid, but the uh, the quality of the recording, which I know now it's like that's the whole punk sound. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I played drums, so I was always into like you know 
uh, fast double bass and, and all these, these technical uh, guitars and drums. And punk, it didn't really have that. But mm-hmm. I started listening with like the metal scene. I was I was not into that like to like the hair metal. So I was always trying to find something faster and heavier and more just in in sense uh, more punk. That's just straight up f you. Like mm-hmm. through this, like let, let's let's uh, let's go kick people. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I started getting into some punk. Uh, I think the transition was, uh, I was actually thinking about this the other day, was uh, the Metallica, uh, what was it, the Garage Days CD where they covered uh, Misfits' uh, Green Hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, that's a damn good song. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I started getting into it was with all, with all like metal coverings of punk songs. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a good transition for a lot of people. And then, of course, like the late or like mid '90s, it was a lot of uh, like the skater punk, uh, no, uh, no effects, and uh, mm-hmm. no rants is not like skater punk, but like it's it's like entry level punk, um, yeah. And Dropkick Murphys and uh, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I started to dabble in that. And I'm like, oh, this is this shit's pretty good. But like, I was, I was uh. I was actually kind of turned off at first because there was a couple like of the, of the punk, you know, like the quote unquote punks in my school, but they were like that, uh, like the crust punk. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they would like, I was friends with them and we would talk music, but they, it was like their, their, their personality to like not take a shower. And I thought, that yeah, was, <laughs> it was fucking disgusting. So right. I'm like, yep. I'm like, I'm like, maybe punk isn't for me. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it just, it was like, it was always there. I was always listening to it. And then I, I actually, uh, I, I see I have a 10 year old son. I have a 10 and a six year old son. I was telling my son the other day that, uh, the first album I, I ever purchased myself was Outcome of Wolves by, uh, Rancid. Mm. I think I purchased it like six different times. Cause I would either uh, break <laughs> it. It was always playing. Like it was. It, yep. Still, it's still on my on my playlist now. But yeah, getting into punk, like it was definitely that skater punk that like it was fast, and then it was it was better quality sound, and and even like the ska, like uh, you guys were talking about recently, like uh, Goldfinger and and that stuff. Um, like between Goldfinger, No Effects, Rancid, those were like the big big ones that it was like it was great quality, it was fast, mm-hmm. it, it was it was in your face. It was fun. So yeah, yeah, that that's pretty much how I got into it. Just just slowly, slowly building, I guess, the the punk ball up of, of just listening to more and more shit. It was definitely uh it's definitely interesting how how it comes about. Yeah, yeah. Same for me. Um my my big like aha moment was an outcome the wolves as well. One of my all time favorite albums ever. Um, it's just so, it's fun, fast, like you're saying it, but it was like polished. Right. And so, yeah, I'm right there with you. And same with the whole, I had some crust punk friends in high school too. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I'm just too, uh, I guess, clean cut for that, but, um, it just wasn't my scene. And I, I never was a big fan of that crust punk, um, 
you know, there's some bands like Crass or whatever that are okay in small doses, but it's not really my thing. But, um, so was that like your teenage years that you got into yeah. it or? Yeah, that was, that was, it was, uh, probably like around 15, 14. I started listening mm-hmm. to it, and then I started listening or I started getting into, uh, like the local, like punk and, and hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bunch of shows at like the local VFW. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like, uh, it was like, uh, it was always like random bands and it was great. It was like $5. You'd, you'd see a bunch mm-hmm. of just loud, you know, sometimes or, or most of the time, a bunch of shitty bands. And, uh, mm-hmm. yep. fun. you know, the, the stage was, was like a, a carpet and you just go and, and then go get like <laughs> a slice of pizza after it was, it was a good time um, but yeah those those were uh those were some some fun shows i actually saw poison the well there um, oh yes I, yes I, saw, <laughs> and I, I was talking with them and i'm like and this was before they were big and i'm like i'm like why are you guys playing like in my <laughs> my backyard pretty much i'm like this this place, and, and then I started hearing them on like on, on uh some some compil some compilations, and mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit, they're I'm like I met them and like hung out with them. Yeah, I started at like uh, later high school. I started going into uh like the heavier punk, more of a, like a hardcore scene. That's where I I aligned with uh, uh the most. Um, again, it was it was screwed up because I was. I was like this, uh, this screwed up kid where I would skate, but, uh, but I wasn't any good. I would surf, but I wasn't <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in, I was in Air Force ROTC in, in high school and I was in the police explorers. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm punk and metal during the day. And I like all this, this, like, you know, even with, with like the heavy metal, like the, I was like, oh, I listen to Dying Fetus. <laughs> 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 I just saw them twice this year. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm like, I'm into all this heavy shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm with a bunch of these these nerds who are into like, I don't know, like sync or some shit. And right. <laughs> I'm like, so like, I can't express myself there, but I'm, I'm also, I'm toning the line between like the order and chaos as, as like, mm-hmm. a, like a high school kid of like, all right. I like all these these anti-authority songs and bands and scene, and now I'm I'm going into the Marine Corps, and I want to be a cop and all that shit. So I'm like, that's where my I'd say my turbulence uh, started. You know, it was it was very uh, it was a confusing time. I'm like I like I should be there, you know, uh, with blue hair and you know. Likes my stuff, but I, I can't face piercings, but I, I can't because it's it's against the rules. But I'm like, but punk is being against the rules. I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I think all of us that are, you know, we're, we feel the exact same way. Like where you <laughs> you're like, oh, I love all these bands. And yeah, punk is supposed to be anti-authority and, you know, anti-government or whatever. But you, you just have this you have the sense about you that you're like, this is what I want to do. And I want to, you know, serve my community, serve my country and, and, you know, 
live a life of integrity, basically. And and you don't know what to do with it. It's just kind of confusing. But no, I totally get it. Yeah. It's like, I want to be punk, but I also want to pay the bills. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. Like, it it reminds me of uh, uh, at the end of of SLC Punk, the Mm -hmm. uh, movie. And you're like, you just, what, you're a part of the system or you're against it. And you just get it because you have to. And right. That's the wrong wording, but it's uh it's pretty much true. But also <laughs> there's a big like stigmatism when it comes to like punk and, and, and metal and, and, and all that stuff. Like you can still listen to uh other bands and the songs and like love the songs and love the mm-hmm. band but but you don't have to go out and and hate the government or you know and hate the police and or or even dress like that. Like you don't have to, like with the cross punks again. Go take yeah. it out. Like, come on, man. <laughs> exactly You're right. I, like you don't have to live. You know, live and die the scene. I, I actually, uh, it, it's funny. I was at. I was saying I was at uh, when I recently saw. It was Agnostic Front, Sick of It All, mm-hmm. and uh, Scarhead. Or, or was uh, it Twenty Five to Life? No, no, it was it was uh, the the other it was Scarhead, but but the other but the other side of it, uh, I forget. But anyway, there there's a uh, oh my all- gosh, I know what you're talking about because I went to that same show in my town, um, and I was talking about it in one in one of the previous episodes. <laughs> how uh, yeah, Danny Diablo there, the singer, yeah. he was he looks like he just rolled up out of prison. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, so it's it's funny. Like I'm I'm there, and there's all these these you know these older like uh, hardcore guys, and you could tell. And then there's like me. I was wearing I was wearing probably like H two O shirt or something, mm-hmm. just standing in the back. And then this this guy comes in with with like a hoodie on, and he's all into the music. He's dancing. I'm like, oh, this guy's really into it. And then I uh, look down at his pants, and he's wearing like doctor scrubs. So and he's still wearing his, his doctor ID. I'm like, nice. I'm like, if this dude can be hardcore, he, you know, probably just came from from some like open heart surgery, mm-hmm. freaking agnostic front. Like, that's 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 pretty badass. That's so yeah. Like fit into a, a a mold, which is exactly like what punk is is all about. Like not fitting mm-hmm. in to a mold yet people want to hold you to a mold like like oh right. well your hair's not blue so do you really like this band like yeah i do i just mm-hmm. i just want to have normal well i have gray hair now but <laughs> I just <want> to have... <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so uh back to your original like going about uh you know about getting into the scene so i i i graduate high school i go into the marine corps and uh and that was my first time like like really seeing all these other people from all from all walks of life instead of just like my small community and i'm i'm looking around talking about i'm like oh yeah i'm i'm uh, listening to hate breed and and, and go, <laughs> like i'm like you guys don't listen to this like no i listen to garth brooks or uh <laughs> I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> So right. these guys are just just mixing in so like you find a couple like of of the basic uh 
it's like the kids who are kind of into punk and then you you tried to expand them with even metal and punk and and, and hardcore I, I feel like they all go together and you just try to like spread spread the word of punk out and so let me backtrack in uh, high school um i was i was really into uh toxic narcotic do you know them out of uh boston ah toxic They're, narcotic no i i have they, to say i've never heard they, of that band they they sing uh they sing a song called asshole and it's a <laughs> But with, with all these like quick, like it's kind of like a blood for blood, like a quick, like uh, yeah, and hardcore, right? Uh, so now I'm in. I was listening to them for a while, and now back to the Marine Corps. I was I was in for two years at this point. I, I was in the middle of Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and my buddy, who is like this this country guy, he he listens to like standard music, standard. <laughs> And like country, and, mm-hmm. and he's playing Toxic Narcotic. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that band? <laughs> he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, of course I know this band. I'm like, how? How the hell do you know this band? <laughs> he's like, because uh, Benny was the bagpiper in that band. I'm like, so Benny was our was our uh, I was our company sniper, and he wow, was, yeah. So I go That's to him. That's awesome. I'm like, dude, you in uh talk to He's like, how the fuck? The same thing. Like, like, how the fuck do you know about that? And I'm like, I've been listening to them for years. He goes, he goes, oh, you know, uh, he has a song called uh, Beer in the Shower. And it's just him playing back. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I thought of it while I was, I was drinking a beer in the shower. And, and it's just funny how, like, these, these two, these two punk hardcore guys just cross in, in, in the middle of Afghanistan and I've I've known this guy for like a year at this point and mm-hmm. it never it never came up like granted he was an older guy with like two full sleeve tattoos and like you didn't want to fuck with him but now <laughs> and now I'm like oh well that makes sense now but it, it's just cool how like there's just it's a great community like of, mm-hmm. of just punks and metal guys like once you have that that community it's it's it it's awesome it's a great common ground for for everyone so yeah that was that's my little rant um, <laughs> that's that's awesome but yeah uh so again back with the uh, marine corps and, and what we we're saying before of like the anti-authority like mm-hmm. i'm in the marine corps at uh i enlisted in 2002 so so right after 9 11 we're about to go into Iraq. We're 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 heavy in Afghanistan. It's just a very. It's everyone's come out like the shitty country songs of, of of everything and yeah, and then and then here I am uh, listening to these bands uh, like the Pennywise the the cliche Pennywise uh, fuck authority, yep. Uh, but then you have all these these other. Uh, like the blood for oil type of, of compilations coming out. And it's just mm-hmm. like, what, what is going on? Like, yeah. Like how am I listening to, I think it was no effects. Uh, was it no blood for oil or something like that? I'm like, I'm like, how am I listening to this while, mm-hmm. in, while on the uh, front lines of, of Afghanistan. So that was, that was even more of a, of a tearing apart. Like, 
like, oh, should I listen to punk or should I start listening to this country bullshit? Because they're all, <laughs> all pro pro America and right. It's it's very hard to find a good punk song that's like you know fast paced and uh, heavy and and also uh, I don't know like pro America pro pro troops and it's uh it's it's very yeah it's it's a very interesting uh way of just 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 starting to think about music and, and everything like that yeah for sure um it is uh the street dogs came out i think it was around like oh five they had that um the song that um it was kind of pro troops and that, I mean, that's a really good, like, uh, positive song for the military since, uh, Mike McColgan, he was in, he was in the army, I, I think yeah. during the first golf, uh, the yeah. first golf war, but back to the world. Have yeah, you ever heard that, that one? Yeah, yeah that, that one's yeah. a great one. So, so that one's really good. Um, that's, that's still on my playlist today, but, uh, but also they, they do a song called, uh, I think it's final transmission. It's yes. Like, it's like an acoustic or something, a very slow, but it's about, it's about a Marine who goes over and, and he ends up dying. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a very like, it's not an anti-war. It's not an anti, uh, it's not anti-troops. It's a very like nice, like loving song. And, and it's like, you know what? That's, that's, that's pretty cool for this great punk guy to, to come out and do. Yeah. So that that's it, uh, the first time I heard that I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is it, it, it's awesome." Yeah, but but that's on on my playlist pretty regularly. The, uh, yeah, yeah, they're great. I mean, he he does a great job. I mean, since he's been there and done that, he totally ca- like uh, captures you know the the supporting side of it, which is really cool. Like you said, you don't see a lot of that. And um, even though street dogs are very, uh, they're, they're kind of political and they're like pro union and stuff like that. But um, you know, but also just having like songs like that, um, you know, dropkick Murphy's are kind of like that too, in a way they had those. um, Well, he, they had a couple songs. Didn't he? Right, yeah, he's the yeah. first singer for Dropkick yeah. Murphys, and then he he left to go be a firefighter for Boston Fire Department, um, and then did that for I don't know how long, couple years I think, and then he formed uh, Street Dogs with uh, um, I think it was the bass player or guitar player for, from the Bruisers, who the Bruisers were. Um, started with uh, Al Barr, who went to Dropkick Murphys. He left the Bruisers to go to Dropkick. And then, uh, so yeah, like one of the guys in the Bruisers started Street Dogs with Mike McColgan. Um, so yeah. Yeah. But. Speaking of Street Dogs, uh, <laughs> I saw them quite a bit because they would play our, our beach, our uh, Stone Pony, which like mm-hmm. all these bands from, from, from that, uh Bruce Springsteen all the way to, to uh no effects and, and all these bands play. But a funny story about street dogs. Um I was just dating my wife for I think a month at this point and I was very intoxicated. I, I, I was in the <laughs> uh, I was I was in the pit and some some kid, some 
he was like 20 something. And mind you, I'm straight out of the Marine Corps. So mm-hmm. my, you know, 18, 20 year old, he like, he punches me. So <laughs> it was like an, it was an intentional punch. I, I go and I punch him back, but I, I hit his, his canine tooth in his mouth and I ripped my nail off and I split my, my thumb like all the way down. And <laughs> I just take my shirt. I, I wrap it in my shirt and, uh, <laughs> I'm like, all right, we should probably go. So then my, um, uh, my wife goes, uh, uh, you're covered in blood. You're not getting in the car. What the hell is going on? I'm like, I was, uh, it's a punk show. And she's like, I don't get it. <laughs> but, but now she, she understands that I'm, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> How funny. But, and she's supportive of the whole punk yeah. rock thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, uh, and being supportive, my, I was saying before, I have a, I have a 10 year old and a six year old. My six year old, probably two years ago, he, he always listens to, or, uh, his, his favorite song at the time was, uh, was Rose Tattoo by Dropkick Murphy. Aww, yeah. So, so he'd be in the back of the car just singing it. And be like, wait, is he singing <laughs> Dropkick Murphy's? <laughs> and then my, <laughs> uh, my older son, uh, when he was like six, and he'd be like, oh, put on the, uh, cause I'll put on like some, some YouTube videos. We go put on the band with, with, with the crazy hair. And it was, <laughs> it was rancid with their, mm-hmm. their was it the Ruby Soho? Uh, yeah. A, a video where they both have great mohawks. Um, mm-hmm. so he was really into that. And I was driving him to school one day and he's singing, he's just humming. I'm like, Oh, what are you humming? He goes, don't call me white. Don't call. <laughs> I'm like, you can't sing that in school. Like you can't sing that <laughs> in school. And uh, I'm like, I, I guess that's kind of cool. You know, having a, a, a like a little kid starting to get into, you know, finding his own roots of, uh, of punk and, and everything. But like, you don't want to discourage him, but like you probably should find a different song to sing, you know, don't call me white, but yeah, exactly. Like my, my girl. So I have three girls and, One's 10, one's six, and then one's almost eight. But yeah, same thing. Um, they love singing Rancid. That's like one of their favorite. They'll sing Fall Back Down. Okay. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, Time Bomb. They're always singing that. And like, I, I'll catch them in their room um, with, you know, the Alexa. And they're like, hey, Alexa, play Ruby Soho by Rancid and stuff. It's just so cute. But yeah, I'll catch him listening to that stuff. But it's it's really cool that, you know, we're able to pass on, Oh yeah. you know, the the influence in a positive way. So right. I, I love that. With with my 10-year-old, he's uh he's getting into his like his own little music style mm-hmm. now. And and he he really likes uh you know, he's starting to get into like the whole ska punk thing. Is uh, I was saying we wanted to see uh, what's the band uh, uh, the Interrupters, right? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we wanted to see them because they were coming to town with with a couple other bands. I forget who, but then I think the lead singer got sick. You know, some COVID uh, bullshit. But uh, yeah. Oh, then it canceled. It was it was only our show. So, uh, but yeah, he's <laughs> he's getting into that. He's getting into Goldfinger and uh, Lesson mm-hmm. like. I'm like, all right, 
soon we'll we'll start yes. venturing into like some but let him uh you know i'm i'm all about him you know starting to find his own stuff and i i think it's pretty cool to like all right i i brought him to the uh I brought him to the water and now he's, he's starting to drink himself or some, some <laughs> cliche like that. Yeah, but absolutely. We, yeah. Let's, let's get back into, uh, into the whole, uh, military law enforcement thing. Um, I, I know, uh, I forget what podcast it was, but on one of your podcasts, uh, you guys were talking about like how, uh, it was almost the exact same story that I had about, uh, one of you guys found a couple of skater kids behind a, a store. So I, I pretty much had the same story of, of these kids had a, like a Bluetooth. They're, they're in back of like an old Kmart. They're skateboarding. And then I, I pull in, in my patrol car because I had to take a piss, to be honest. With you. <laughs> so I, I'm like, God damn it. They're, they're in my piss spot. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, I put back there, there's a bunch of skater kids and, and, and then they all pick up their skateboards. Like, all right, sorry, sir. It's time to, I, all right, we know we have to go home. I'm like, no. I'm like, you guys are out here. You're having fun. Uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, let's see what you got. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, Show me what you got. Just don't get hurt. And then they were doing all these crazy tricks. I'm like, man, you're fucking awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just keep doing this. It was a great, mm-hmm. pos- you know, it was a great positive thing for the town. Um, granted, like I, I, I saw one of my partners who uh, worked the same area. And he's like, yeah, these uh, kids were back there skateboarding. I'm like, and he goes, well, I sent them home. I'm like, why? Why, why do you care? Like, yeah, they're not, they're not bothering they're, anyone. Right. Like you just made us, or I, I just made the police look like an asshole. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm cursing so much. But, oh no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but but it's like you made us look like a bunch of assholes because we're, mm-hmm. we're telling the kids to, Hey, go inside and go play video games or go, uh, go do some, something crazy. Go find some drugs. Like, no, just, just go out. They don't harm anyone. Just listen to music. Just right. have, fun. just have fun. Just because, uh, because that's what I did. That's what I did when I was a kid. Like we did mm-hmm. stupid shit safely sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we would, and we'd had to run from the cops because they're always they're always assholes. So then, if you see, right. if, if the kids saw uh, a few cops, they were like, "Oh shit!" Like we had one guy who would actually. Uh, do some 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 tricks on the skateboards with the kids, and like nice. like that's cool. Like I'm not doing that. I'm fat ass, but like <laughs> 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 on, on uh, YouTube, some some fat cop breaks my skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I I just uh, so I was saying in like uh, high school and Marine Corps and and all stuff like I I never found like a group of of punk guys who I, I really, it, it's so odd because everyone listens to it or, mm-hmm. or not, but, but a lot of people listen to it just, but in, in those uh, careers, it, it was like a closet type of, yeah. Oh, I, I like that band too. Like, well, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us about it? Like, no, I, I just don't want to like, it's a bad. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. you know, it's like the main uh, modern stuff. But it's it's just it's very it, it's it's interesting to see how 
uh, how few cops there are um, who actually talk about it. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's it's just now I, I have to think. I'm like, oh, is it because of how our 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 careers and lives went? So I guess most of the punk and like hardcore kids, they didn't get into law enforcement. But I'm like, it's it's a law of probability. There there has to be mm-hmm. some. Yeah. But it's it's very interesting to see. Again, it goes with the whole uh, with like the anti-war type thing to like the anti-police mm-hmm. type thing now. And it's again, I said before, but like uh, like the Pennywise song, and 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 how many bands are just saying, you know, fuck authority, screw the system, and like all that, and then. Well, now with this this whole with the COVID thing, mm-hmm. they're all they're all like, "Oh, go get vaccinated." If if you don't come into our 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 shows and show your vaccination card, then you can't come. Right? In. What the hell? Like, I you, know it's so hypocritical. Against, right? Like, <laughs> you think you guys were were all against like all authority, and now you're you're pro like. Uh, it's, I don't care what what your stance is on, on on COVID, but it's like, but now you're pushing, say instead of saying, hey, you know, everyone do what you want to do, and just just take care of yourself. It's all like, yeah. oh, you have to do this, and you're like, what the hell is going on with the with the scene? Like, did I, I don't know, did I miss the memo? <laughs> like, I know, I know. Like I was uh, watching a podcast um, and Brian Baker from Bad Religion and he was like in minor threat. You know, he's an old man, like in his 60s, but he was so um, preachy about, you know, getting vaccinated and um, the podcast, um, the guy who does the podcast, he's like, yeah, we had a big, you know, a big outdoor uh, fest type thing, you know, in Central Park or something like that in New York City. And yeah, there's a bunch of people there. And he was like lecturing him on, he's like, well, that's, that's not good. You know, you, you know, it just like, it was so stupid. It's like, yeah. you were, you're super, you know, anti-authority, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're in these bands, minor threat and bad religion who, you know, is all about that. And then you're like, Oh, well, you know, you're none of these people were wearing masks and none of these yep. people are vaccinated or, or you don't know if they're vaccinated or not. And you're just spreading the, you know, the virus everywhere and just going off. I, I was just really, yeah, it is really stupid. It's so, it's so, uh, it's comical at, at this point to see these, these guys that are, like that's your thing now. Like I, mm-hmm. I follow uh uh John Joseph on, on Instagram. Right. Yeah. And, and and he's like, What the hell is going on with uh with you guys? Like he goes, You guys uh with with that uh I'm not sure if it was the same like outdoor venue in uh, New York, but he's like, We played because they shut us down and like that's that's what you do. Like you go out mm-hmm. and you you say you know, fuck you. Like that's, that's yeah, what you do. And now all these guys, uh, you know, it's not punk, but there is, uh, uh, some, some, some band I'm trying to think of, uh, let's take it, uh, some, some newer band. I forget. Mm-hmm. 
it's in like the punk kind of genre. And they said, if you show your vaccination card, uh, your tickets were like 20 bucks. If you aren't vaccinated, it's $200. You're like, <laughs> what? Like, you're like, it, it should be your own choice to, right. to do it or not. Like, that, that's fine. That's on you. But now you're yeah. going to say that. Like, it, it's, it's not it's not punk but now now it's it's pretty uh it's pretty hypocritical when they when they do stuff like that but again it's like one of those things where you just have to <laughs> you just have to shake your head at it and just be like okay well i don't i don't really care like it's stupid but whatever yeah. whatever you guys want to do and guess to be fair we're hypocritical uh we're hypocritical too like going out that's and- true and uh, locking people up, like, so, yeah, all right, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, locking up, like, you know, child molesters and, yeah, yeah. and you know, the, all these guys, like, murdering other people and whatnot, that's hypocritical. Yeah, so. it's, so, it's, it's not so, very, it's, it's not very punk rock. No, no. How dare you do that? <laughs> exactly. So, um, what was the best show what is one of your most favorite shows you've ever been to? Oh, Jesus. I, I can't. There's been so many. And to be honest with you, a lot of them were a blur. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I would have to say recently uh, was the Agnostic Front Show. That's that's mm-hmm. probably like one of the, the top. Actually, I can't say that. I, I totally forgot. I saw um, I saw Misfits. Uh, a couple years ago in um was it Madison Square Garden I think oh wow yeah so wow <laughs> with with who was it with Danzig or who was it it was Who's the original singing? lineup it was the original oh lineup god with, uh, wow with uh the dude from Slayer on drums okay uh, on whatever his name is and it was just I'm like, holy shit, like I'm finally, it was like a full circle because that was, again, uh, uh, Misfits. It was like one of the first bands that I heard mm-hmm. as, as a, you know, growing up in, into the punk scene. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, now I'm here, like a 30 something year old guy. Uh huh. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a Diet Coke and eating popcorn. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not very, that's not very cool. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, especially since you're from Jersey, the Misfits are from Jersey, yeah. and you got to see them at Madison Square Garden. I mean, that's that's crazy. That's oh, yeah. awesome. But I, as, <clears throat> as much as I, I love these these bands going to see these in these giant venues, it's still great to see a small, like dirty, you know, where the band is eight feet away from you, and like. Mm-hmm. But like uh, I don't know, you can pretty much smell that. Like you're 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 that yep. close, and you feel the whole music. And that's that's uh, not sure which one's better: S- seeing them in this this giant arena, or in this small, like the stage is is like a couple uh, a piece of plywood, and and uh, yeah, you're just in it. Like, yeah, that, that's like, how I felt. That's how I felt when I saw Youth of Today um, in Philly back in November. Um, it was in a 
grungy, dingy basement, the first utilitarian church or whatever, it's where they have a lot of hardcore shows. And, um, you know, these guys are in their 50s. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, I felt like I was back in, you know, I was a teenager and I was in some dirty basement, church basement, watching a no-name band, you know, playing like couple feet you could feel like the humidity from all the sweat and all the people in there and uh it was amazing like i i felt like i was trans like transported back to you know my teenage days but it was just so iconic like uh with having youth of the day like yeah. a band that is all you know started the, you know the whole youth crew hardcore scene and and just seeing them like in a place like Philly, it was really cool. That, so, yeah, that's 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 pretty awesome. Like I I, I was see, it, it's cool to see like these these venues that hold that that hold all this 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 history. Like I was saying, mm-hmm. the a couple places uh, by my old house, it was like uh, Bruce Springsteen would play there, and all these like big older bands, and and you're just like wow. And now I'm seeing this this dirty punk rock band there on the same stage. You're like, this is yeah. like, it, it was, I have to say this, this one, it was, it was uh, that venue. It was in between two venues. Uh, it was like a festival because uh, mm-hmm. it was a stone pony. And then a couple blocks away, there was a, uh, it was called Asbury lanes. Um, mm. A couple bands actually did their uh, videos there. I know bouncing souls. Because uh, mm-hmm. they're from, I'm actually wearing their shirt now. Uh, the uh, the Bouncing Souls are from Asbury. Um, mm-hmm. They they did a bunch of videos uh, there, but but it was just I, I think it was a weekend festival, and you would go like in between these these two places. So a bunch of bands would would play at this one, and then mm-hmm. the next day they would play. And Asbury Lanes it was it was a bowling alley. So you see these wow end up on stage and and they're they're over or their backdrop is is people playing uh you know playing bowling and you're like awesome so yeah awesome so many good bands from Jersey too I mean gosh like uh, so many I I mean I couldn't even I would probably forget but um I mean so many punk bands and then like hardcore bands as well. There's oh, yeah. just like, oh man, like one of my favorite uh, hardcore bands from Jersey is, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Floor Punch. No. Floor Punch, yeah. I mean, they're kind of a joke band, kind of like 10 Yard Fight from Boston. They okay. start out as like a joke. They, you know, they make these hardcore bands that are about like just kicking people's asses and like how they... <laughs> how they, uh, you know, turn their backs on them and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, floor punches from Jersey. I think they, they did like a reunion not too long ago, but they're, they're very, um, they're fun, but definitely like going in the pit and just kicking everyone's ass. That's the type of man they are. Yeah. And, and now I'm starting to see in, in Florida, uh, uh, to get real a day, I'm like, Holy shit! This band's from here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, here, like, I'm I'm shocked. I mean, every day, or or it's like there always has to be a band from somewhere. That's that's a dumb statement, but like, 
it's cool to to like live in a place and be like, oh shit, this band like probably twenty minutes away from me. Uh, yeah, uh, Leonard Skinnerd. I mean, I'm I'm not into them, but like Leonard Skinnerd started there. I think they call it like uh like like the Hell House or something, where they spent all this time uh, creating their songs. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's twenty minutes away from me. Like that's yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that's really cool. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, so uh, let's let's get back to uh, my whole law enforcement and mm-hmm. oh, now. So yeah, so shit, where do I start? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I I was I was always listening to the like the same style of of music all I was saying all all throughout my whole life, pretty much my whole adult life. And there's a lot of songs that are about you know drinking and fighting and you know screw the government. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a lot of songs which actually help me because um, I, you know, we're uh, we're cops. We're involved in a bunch of crazy uh, situations and uh, um, like uh, uh, critical incidents, and it's it's a lot on like mental health and 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 you know with uh, with uh, the uh, uh, the police, it's and veterans, it's very high with the suicide rate because mm-hmm. we don't. I feel like we don't have an outlet to express ourselves, to talk about things. Um, right. Where like, uh, take the hardcore music and punk music. It, uh, it brings you that brotherhood of, mm-hmm. uh, Hey, like, uh, uh, take off the top of my head. Um, the songs from blood for blood that are all about, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, you're my brother, you know, I'll, I'll fight you. I'll fight with you. Um, right. Uh, and, and then you have like the, the inspirational, it's like the motivational posters of like, like a hate breed and terror. They're like, yes. Right. Like, like, let's fucking go. Let's, uh, let's get through this. Let's, let's yes. go out and kick ass today. Like it, it's, it's kind of funny seeing punk and metal and hardcore and using that as a positive in, mm-hmm. in, especially in, 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 uh, the mental health. Like I'm, I'm pretty big with the whole mental health, uh, aspect of it. And, you know, I was involved in a bunch of, of, of crazy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. at, uh, like at work, I was, uh, I was in a, I was in an officer involved shooting and then I was at the scene of two or three others. Like it, it and then mm-hmm. of course just, just the, the years of 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 trauma from from everyone and it's big in our in our profession and i feel like we all need something so if you have again you have this this music like you just start kind of like you see a guy with with the sick of it all shirt on you go over to him and you have nothing in common and, and yeah. like, hey like, hey, how you doing? And and who knows? You may start up like he could have been on a shit like his worst day, and you just said, "Hey, man, you know it's a badass shirt." Oh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw it recently. And it's 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 a community. Like it's as yes. cliche it is. It, it's I feel like it's very true. So, absolutely. Yeah that that's my uh, and then on on the other side of it with uh with like the fitness aspect um 
I, I feel like you have all these, uh, I was saying with, with, with John Joseph, like mm-hmm. I was doing, uh, this morning I did my run and I was doing my indoor bike training. I was watching, <laughs> I have, I have a, I have an indoor bike set up. I'm, I'm, I'm training for, uh, uh, my first Ironman. Um, oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm scared and, uh, and pumped at the same time, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on the bike and I've, I have a little TV I just bought for the garage and I'm, I'm watching, um, I think it's called iron mind. Mm-hmm. If, if you haven't seen it, it's a documentary with John Joseph and some, uh, and his friend, some, some, some nerd who, uh, <laughs> He 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 brings him into like the world of of punk and uh, like the Iron Man training and 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 how great it is for your uh, mental health and right. your, your physical health and and like honestly I've uh, you know I've I've always had <clears throat> um, like my uh, workout playlist and 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 everything mm-hmm. I've been training for. I did a I did a fifty mile uh, fifty mile ultra marathon, um, wow. December I think yeah it was it was right before Christmas and 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 on my playlist all I had was all, like the fun it mm-hmm. was like it's like the it was a lot of like H two O and and yes and, and all these like these like motivational at, you know, I, I think I think HUO is pretty motivational. It, it goes with like the same, like the community and like just, yes. just yourself and and you know, don't forget your roots and it, it's exactly. it's all that. So so yeah, my playlist and it it really hasn't changed much from 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 each event, but it, it's it's fun to see uh, like how it gets you through some some bad like a a bad call on uh you know uh work patrol or mm-hmm. you know uh uh like if you work a homicide or something like that and then you put on like a a fun like a I don't know, like minor threat song that's like fast and like it's uplifting yes. and then on on the flip side when you're old and retired like me <laughs> um to to use the same songs to like to like oh make you go uh one more mile to oh yes pick up my pace like all, all these things and uh it's you look at these these guys who basically started uh like the hardcore scene with with the crow mags and uh mm-hmm. and they're all about you know being healthy uh, uh mentally and physically and just just like the pma like yes just, the just, pma just, just uh, <laughs> yes. that and just living that lifestyle of of just doing good shit and being good you know to yourself um so yeah so that's that's uh that's that's my take on it so yeah i Back to John Joseph. Um, I'm currently reading uh, one of his books, The PMA Effect. Okay. Um, and it's I, <laughs> I love how it's written. It's it's basically written like as if John Joseph is just talking to you. Yeah. He's like just cussing you out, and he's like 
hey, you want to you want to have a better life? You want to feel better about yourself? This is what you need to fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> and he breaks it down. And it's it's really awesome to see how he went from being an orphan, basically, um, to being homeless, um, having to, you know, work you know, like work hard to like, just take care of himself. And then he goes in the Navy yeah. for a couple of years. And then, um, you know, he's doing all these drugs and everything. And then he goes to a bad brain show and just automatically he gets into punk rock and changes, you know, kind of yeah. his life. Um, he had some ups and downs, obviously, but now he's a machine. He's like yeah. in his mid fifties and he's doing these like ultra marathons. He's done Ironman's. Um, and he talks about how, you know, um, in one of, one of the, I think one of the Ironmans he was doing, he, uh, didn't prepare properly for it. And, um, you know, he had to, he, he had to quit in the middle of it and it really, you know, made him, it broke him down a little, like he was injured. He, um, gained like 20 pounds or something like that. And, uh, he kind of felt sorry for himself and then he dusted himself off, got back up and training again. And, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing, but I mean, I agree. Like these, you have these guys like John, you have um, Toby Morse from H2O and yep. they're just very motivating people. Oh, yeah. You know, um, like uh, one of the brothers, uh, Pete from sick of it all or yeah, Pete, he's the guitar player. That dude's a machine. He's in his 50s and he's like freaking super buff. I got to hug him at, <laughs> at the show they played at here in, in my city. And uh, I mean, just the energy and the positivity that the oh, yeah. guys admit, it's just, it's really, I, I really admire them. And it just, it really makes you, you know, think and be mindful of, you know, how you want to live your life and how you want to think. And, you know, like you're saying, this job is traumatizing and you go through these, these traumatizing events, like you work these scenes, you see the worst of the worst, but then when you're able to put on <clears throat> one of those songs that just lift you, you know, lifts you up yeah, and you, you know, that like you can keep going, you can do this, but yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it, it's it's a lot of like uh, the hate breed uh, lyrics. Um, yes, it, it's like I I probably I've been listening to hate breed shit since their first album. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, like what ninety seven I think. Yeah, ninety seven I believe was uh. What's the, what's the name of that album? Is on Victory Records. Um, I think it's like '97, but that, that's yeah. There was Under the Knife, and then there was the Satisfaction of yes, yeah. Death, Death through Satisfaction, or something like that. I don't know. Some, some a bunch of big words for me. So yeah, but yeah. Um, just but, listen to those those songs and and those lyrics. Like you're like, uh, it, you know, I'm 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 probably using it wrong, but it's like it's it it pushes me it it's it's just great like i just love it um yeah so. i remember one of the lyrics um on uh that that album 
was um, that I, that really to this day, you know, I will not be a victim. I'll choose my yep. own. Yep. Uh, that's, that's always stuck with me is yeah. like with hate breed bead. It just is like metal and kind of like that metal chord, everything, but yep. they have such positive lyrics. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. But, uh, but yeah, back to uh, with, with like the whole training thing, like it's, it's cool how, again how it's it's a community um mm-hmm. i've i've run into guys that are uh you know just working out and and they're listening to some uh some some punk bands i'm like oh i'm like no shit i'm like i'm listening to the same thing or mm-hmm. uh, like i'm I'm actually trying to uh other summer i actually want to drive out because i'm like uh two hours away from from john joseph i want to get a uh, like a bike and run in with them, which would oh, be, yeah. it'd be awesome. Like, look, I'll buy your, yes. vegan, like I'll, I'll buy your vegan lunch. The <laughs> ways. So yep. it'd definitely be cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a great, it's, uh, I don't know. We have a great job, but also a great community with, with our uh, musical bands and and uh it's a great common ground for uh for people just to get out of their shell um yes like if you have a bad day at at work and you see a dude i was saying with like a a cool shirt on like i've I've been on quite a few calls where these guys are pissed off that uh whatever happened and then you see them with with a uh, misfits tattoo yeah and no shit like uh, one guy i was he came in uh he like he had some some bullshit traffic warrant or something like that and i'm doing mm-hmm. like i'm doing the booking process for him and you have to take a, a picture of each tattoo right and, and he had a, a a misfits tattoo and a bouncing souls tattoo i'm nice. like shit so i'm talking he's like dude you're a cop you can't listen to that i'm like I'm like, what are you, a fucking gatekeeper? Like, <laughs> right. I, like, I probably listen to more punk than you. <laughs> but, exactly. Yeah, it's cool. Then, and then after that, like, once I knew what, you know, once he knew that I was, uh, I don't know, that I knew what I was talking about, he was all, you know, he was, he was down, he was, he was cool with us. And like, like his anxiety just, just dropped. It was, it was cool to see. Yeah. It's it's amazing how that having that common ground really like de-escalates oh, yeah. people. It makes them feel more comfortable when when you know that or you know you break that you find that common ground you you break the ice with it and stuff like that. It's it's really cool to see that. So, yeah. um, it's yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing community where it's it's really cool how you know we've been able to, you know, find all these, uh, find each other across the country, yeah. you know, where we work in law enforcement, you know, there's military and then you have your love of punk rock with it. It's, yeah. it's just something, it's a rare thing and it's really unique. And, you know, after so many years of feeling alone, like no one else, you know, you feel like no one else is like you. And then you find all these other guys. Oh, yeah gals that are that are just like you so it's really cool so definitely awesome community and then 
<clears throat> you know, it's really important. I think people don't understand how important, you know, having that positive mental attitude and then incorporating that into your work in right. law enforcement, because it's so easy to just have a bad attitude and be salty. I've been guilty of it, yeah. Um, yeah. especially dealing with uh, district attorneys on cases I've worked and stuff like that. But um you know, um, and then of course, like incorporating your fitness with that too. I mean, I think that's something that, you know, we sometimes forget that that really helps with your, your positive mental attitude is having, yeah. you know, that physical fitness routine and makes you just working out makes you feel better. Yeah. Um, you add in that music, I have my workout playlist and yeah. you just go, go, go. It makes you want to go. It makes oh, yeah. you want to, yeah. you know lift longer. It makes you want to run, you know, that extra mile or in my case, jog. Cause I'm not much of a runner. I'm a, I'm a jogger. I don't, I don't run very fast, um, but I still do it. And then, um, you know, just getting out there, even if it's walking, yeah, you know, just, walking just, like just around your neighborhood. Your yeah. Just, yeah. Just moving your body. It's, it's wonderful for, again, your mind, your body, your, just, just everything, uh, uh, like my mental health and, and my physical health has been so much better or it's, it's even easier to, it, it's not easy to control, but it's, it's one less thing to worry about. Like if I'm, right. as I was saying two years ago, I, I, I weighed, uh, like it was almost a hundred pounds more than I weigh now. It was like, I, I lost like 80 something pounds. So that's, you know, it's, it's easier to actually wake up, to get out of bed, to go right. and play with your kids. And then, exactly. and then it's like, you know, I'm, I'm bringing my kid uh, fishing right after this. Um, so I have to wrap up soon, but yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I, I'm actually bringing my kid and he's like, Oh, Oh, do you think you bring the speaker and, 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 and we can listen to some, some, some goldfinger. I'm like, Yes, like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that, and that just makes me, uh, that's like a full circle. So like, um, I'm in a good place mentally. I'm in a good place physically where I can get up and stand and walk and, and move around and play catch with my kid. Right. But also, and then it's, again, it's, it's a full circle where he, or, or, or they both are getting into like the punk. So I, I see like these, I'm raising these, these little punks up. I mean, in a good way. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not, it sounds negative <laughs> when you're doing it. Uh, I say that, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely a cool, uh, a cool life. It's a great life. Uh, it's a great life thing to have. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up the episode, but Jay, um, what are some of your PME songs that you like? to listen to when you're when you're working out yeah so i actually have a a running uh playlist on spotify that i'm going over i've i've i feel like i have a lot of uh pma songs like even just for me like my own uh mindset sorry my mm-hmm. dog's scratching in the background um, <laughs> i have uh of each show it's h2o five-year plan um oh yeah I've uh, some some agnostic front, which is uh, uh, for my family. 
which is a great, yes. you know, just trying to remember why you're pushing yourself, why mm-hmm. you're, you know, sweating your balls off or, you know, being miserable. It's, it's for your family. It's mm-hmm. again, these aren't, these are my own in, uh, interpretations of, of, of these songs. So, uh, uh, there's this, uh, this local band, uh, called last call brawl. Uh, hmm. there's, uh, there's songs called, uh, small victories. So it's like just going and like, it's, it's not all about like the big, like the big shit, just small little victories. And I, I, I tend to use that in a lot of like my, uh, like my Instagram posts, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, it's like a small little milestone, uh, small victories. Just, you know, just, just going, um, scrolling through my, uh, my thing right now. Um, of course, uh, black flag rise above. Cause mm-hmm. you're going to run. Um, Oh yeah. The song that uh, you mentioned before, I think is, uh, uh, before dishonor and, by oh Hebrew. yeah, and and that's how my just just going and think of uh, it, it's it's hard before it gets easy like like mm-hmm. that type of thing. Um, and then I have straight out of Compton. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, I have to have that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I have Mad Ball. Uh, can't stop, won't stop. And oh yeah, that's uh that uh. You know, songs like that, that, that just make you, uh, well, the song, uh, the song title says it itself. You, you can't stop. You won't stop. You'll, you'll just, you know, just keep going. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and that shit is, is like my, it's like my PMA of like just staying positive. Like it, it's, it sucks while you're doing it, but just know, and just know while you're, or, uh, just know why you're doing it. It's for, again, it's just like your, your, uh, better mental health, your physical health, your family. Like you have to do things because you don't want to, I don't know, retire and then, and then die like a, a week later. Like it's, it's just, right. And we want to go and, and, and enjoy our family, our, our pensions, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Uh, oh, and of course I have, uh, I've, uh, I've minor thread on here too. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I've, uh, I'm just trying to go through briefly of my, of my playlist. It's just all these, it's, it's positive or, or these songs mean something to me. Um, of just going and, and keep pushing and keep going. Just, uh, that's, that's the way that y- you have to do or, or, or you have to, uh, run your life just just keep doing more but just getting better each time um i'm done with the playlist i'm not I'm, yeah I'm distracted. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely like some, um some of the ones on my my playlist i have a couple of different playlists i have one for like my my jogging and then i have one for um when i'm just like lifting weights and whatnot um but a few of the ones I have are like um, a band called Have Heart from Boston, um, Watch Me Rise. That's a great one. Very, it's it's kind of a slower song, but it's just, it's basically talking about how 
you are, you're down at the bottom and, you know, people see you a certain way and you have to lift yourself up and that, you know, he says, I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's, that's amazing. Um, I also have a shy Halid set your body ablaze, which I mean, <laughs> it's, it, that, that speaks for itself. Um, and then I have like uh, my very favorite, my all time favorite H2O song, um, One Life, One Chance. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, super motivating. Um, that was the first H2O album I ever heard. And I just recently found that on a, on vinyl when I was in Chicago. So oh, that that's was really cool. Song. Yes. Um, and then I have like, let's see, some Gorilla Biscuits on there no reason why um but yeah and then on my jogging one i have some ska on there <laughs> i have like some fun songs um yeah like superman by goldfinger you're mentioning yeah. goldfinger that's that's kind of a popular song but um uh that's a popular song in our house with my kids and my husband um and then let's see i have some bouncing souls on there that needle on the record by bouncing souls. That's a great one. Yeah. But yeah, just a few songs like that, um, that really, you know, get me going and keep me motivated when I'm working out and everything. So I encourage you guys out there when you're working out, you should be listening to music. I mean, I know John Joseph says that you need to be completely focused on your workout and and Goggins, (laughs) but, but what do they know? (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. I mean, it's great. Like you should be mindful of what you're doing, obviously, to have, you know, your form, you know, you to have good form and everything. But at the same time, like if, if having music on keeps you going, keeps your body moving, then do it. Like, I I don't know. I don't know, John, I think you're crazy about like (laughs) just being silent and just focusing, meditating or whatever. I think he was saying he meditates or whatever when he's well, working out but well one thing that i like with uh with, with a lot of like the hardcore songs is that uh, uh most of them are only like a minute maybe two yes. minutes so it's like all right <laughs> exactly. cool this song, like this song came on i'm gonna bust my ass uh for this entire song right. and then man i fucking love this song and then you're going uh i think you're running faster you're like, doing sprints you're lifting more weight mm-hmm. and that was that was a minute and a half that it was yeah. fun and it you just kicked ass for that last minute so it's uh for me it's it's great to have it's it's great to have uh like all different playlists but but that's my but that's my uh i'm i'm always adding stuff uh mm-hmm. you said before like about uh rising up and it just uh and just started to think of of another song by uh uh throwdown called we oh, will yeah. Rise. yeah yes we will rise i'm like so i'm like that's going on a playlist right now <laughs> yes yeah, they just just finding whatever uh motivates you or like it it it's going to help you through some some dark times because you know music has has helped us all through a lot of of dark times of hard times and that's and, and to me that's what it's it's there for and it's not some some pop stuff that's on the radio. This is some 
some dudes who were, you know, in, in some shit and like, it's uh, their way to work it out. And, and then like, it, it comes to me, it's, it's my way to work through shit. So I am all for it. But uh, anyway, I have to go bring my kid fishing. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Jay, for joining joining us today um, on Punk Rock Cops. Um, it's it's great to get you know the perspective and getting you know where you've been through all these you know uh, these traumatic settings in your career, whether it was through the military in deployment or you know your OIS and things like that. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your, your experiences and how you got into punk and, uh, you know, um, you're definitely spreading that positivity through your Instagram too, with your, you know, whether you're doing these like five K's with your wife and kids (laughs) or you're, you know, swimming with your buddies at dark 30 and stuff like that's awesome. So keep doing what you're doing, brother. I mean, it's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, thanks I definitely. For, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. It, it was, uh, you know, it, it's it's been great to be here to to try to get like other people motivated is uh, is a great thing. Um, and if you know, we found some some common ground of of law enforcement and uh, and punk, and you know, here we are. It's 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 uh it's it's pretty badass. So. That's that's awesome. All right. Well, thanks guys for joining us and we'll see you on the next one. Be safe out there.